Blog Talk Radio. Bottle with a with a. I was going 
to say a big enough, uh, but I think it would be funnier to say a small enough opening. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a lot of truck drivers out there that do that. That piss in a bottle and shit. I'm sorry, I ain't gonna carry piss around with me inside my where I live. You know. <laughs> Thank you, but no, thank you. Hi. You know what that reminds me of? When my and my kids would kill me for saying this because they're 17, almost 18 and 19. <laughs> when they were little boys, I mean, I'm yeah. three, four, five. It's like, ah, hell no. We're not going to the bathroom. That's like way across the other end of the house. Three steps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just put it this way. The rule of thumb in our household was, yeah, unless you're the one who poured it, don't drink it. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> that was my excuse, Mom. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that kind of stuff, man. You know, but the one thing, the one thing is, is like, you know, especially during the middle of the night. If I gotta go really bad, I just pull off to the side of the freeway and I I just walk around and I stand between the trailer and the truck <laughs> to, to shield the oncoming traffic. <laughs> hey, they're going by so fast you can't see nothing. There's only a little gap in between the truck and trailer, so you know it's not like you can really see it when you're driving by. There's only a little gap, so you just admitted to the whole listening world that you're. Not well endowed. Uh, well, I just said that I can walk into a little gap. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, and, you know, we're, we're trying to start up this dating thing, you know. i, I got to find me my, my long-lost love, you know. Well, hopefully not long-lost, although I know what you mean by that. Because Larry and I sometimes refer to our own relationship as having found each other again, and I'm always like, "What the fuck took you so long?" Found <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, again? How are you gonna find it again when you haven't found yet? <laughs> well, you said long lost, so that would yeah. that would insinuate or imply that you've already been well at least met at some time in this life or another. So, yes, we are going to find you the perfect mate. Yeah, maybe maybe it was in another life. <laughs> well, you know, if it was that great a love, she'll find you again. You'll find her again. But, yeah, we are soliciting for females, females only. <laughs> yes, she's my pimp, and she's holding me out. We're soliciting for females who would like to participate in our version of a dating game. And you must not be camera shy because Michael's partner in crime uh, on the road will be filming the dates or portions of the dates. And, um, yeah, we're going to we're gonna find Michael a girlfriend. Yeah, that would be a hard thing to do, I think. I think it's going to be really, really difficult. Well, you're picky, and that's okay, because knowing you as long as I've known you and as good of friends as we are, I am too, so I'm going to be asking a lot of the questions too. Okay, so like, like what kind of questions are you going to ask? I, 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 want to hear, I want to hear some of this stuff. Well, maybe you don't want to tell everybody what you're asking, because then maybe you'll scare them away, huh? I'm going to ask things like, what uh, you know, are you a pa- are you passionate about anything in life? And I'm not talking just about lovemaking. Do you have any passions in life? A person who's not passionate about something in life is a boring. B not going to appreciate your passions in life. Um, you know, <laughs> your music, your radio. Come on, yeah, we all know you have passions. My driving, I love to drive too. This is a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna respond to that. <laughs> no, I'm gonna make up a list of, of things that I think are applicable that apply that are gonna help us find somebody worthy of you. Worthy? Well, like I'm really special, you know. Well, I am special, special land, but... <laughs> hey, Michael, we don't care about the length of the bus that you drive or ride in or that you lick the windows. You're you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty bad when your truck's bigger than something else, right? 
Fairly caller, you think you're going to squeeze in your use your accelerator? Whoa, whoa, he almost high fried me. Don't put it there. Right now. I didn't talk on the free. Yeah, this dumbass comes up off the off the um, X, uh, on the on the entrance. This starts coming right on and over, and I'm right there. Gee, I don't have to look when I go on the freeway. There's no other traffic out there but me. It's like people in grocery stores. That drives me nuts, too. You're walking down the highway of a grocery store, right? And people will stand there. Like, they're the only people in the whole store, and they're not blocking the aisle. Oh, but they're right in the middle, so you can't go to the right of them. You can't go to the left right. of them. But I thought right. it was hysterical the other day when we were out grocery shopping. Somebody stole our basket, and I was like, "At first, we're looking at each other like that is our basket, right?" Yup. You would have thought we had a baby in it or something. It was like, "Fuck, we just took two hours finding all that fucking food." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy goes, "Oops, I'm sorry," and then we kind of had a laugh about it. Anyways, I totally understand where you're coming from. And now, before we got on air, and of course we have our guest on hold, and hopefully we're entertaining him and he's not being bored to this. <laughs> you and him he, were he's both... Being, he's being as entertaining as he was if he was in a psychology appointment. <laughs> well, oh God, that's a whole other subject. I mean, what possesses <laughs> anybody to want to be a proctologist? It has to be that there's little competition because why would you want to stare at and shove your fingers up? Well, aliens, aliens uh, must all went to school for proctology because they like to do anal probing. There you go, and that's back to our last week's show. <laughs> but you guys were both giving me a hard time about talking so fast and talking more than I normally do, and I've never accused been accused of being a quiet person. But I thought, if I'm sounding more speedy, okay, I, most of my friends know that I recently had an endometrial biopsy, which, thank God, came back negative. So that was the good news. But they put me on this estrogen shit, and I don't know that I'm feeling any different. The jury's kind of out on that. I'm not quite sure yet. But, you know, I mean, I haven't grown a third boob yet or anything. Have you grown a beard? <laughs> No, that would be testosterone or androgen. Estrogen is a female hormone. Well, you know, you use these always big words. You know, what do you expect? You know, remember, I'm special. <laughs> okay, estrogen, so female hormone. Estrogen would be something that uh, transgender, like a male wanting to turn physically female, he would be taking estrogen along with other stuff. So, no, this okay. is this is pumping me full of stuff that I would normally make and have made my whole life, but because I'm an old lady now, I'm slowing down, apparently, in the production of estrogen. <laughs> Are you working? Well, my fiancé would say so. <laughs> because... You're turning into a prune. I'm like, I don't know about this estrogen thing. I think it's kind of like affecting, and I didn't even finish my sentence. He goes, your sex drive? <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, kind of. <laughs> I said, okay, tomorrow night, honey. And he goes, I thought you hated scheduling sex. I go, look. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> Wow, well, sounds like really bitchy estrogen. <laughs> bitchy estrogen. Well, that would that would be apropos. Right? <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> that would be apropos. That's female hormones, and females are bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm ever a bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure my fiance, you, and a few others, including my children, would argue that. <laughs> I must be taking estrogen because I'm a bitch. <laughs> as long as you're not some, as long as you're not somebody's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, I guess we probably ought to bring our guest in before the whole hour's gone, 
Yeah, we we got to bring Josh on, but before we do, I want to play one of his songs. It's called Just Like Cocaine, and then we are going to go ahead and bring Josh Guild in. He's a lead guitarist, one of the lead guitarists, along with Larry for the Rupert Duncan Band. He also is um, his own musician. He writes. He uh, he does it all. Anyways, we'll talk to him when we bring him on. What's your name? Pardon me? What's the name of the song? Just Like Cocaine. So does that mean I'm going to get high listening to it? Well, let's play it and find out, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I think you already did. (laughs) I'm not even answering that. My blood. 
And that was solo artist Josh Guild. Michael, do I still have you with me? Yeah, I, I, I'm here. I, I'm here. Man, did you have the volume turned up on that thing? Did I turn up the volume on this? Yeah. No, uh-uh. Wow, so dude, I, that connection, that was a loud song. <laughs> that was a great song. Josh, how are you? Hey, hey, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're so I'm good. How, how are you guys? Oh, we're having a good time, as I'm sure you heard the whole 17 minutes you were on hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys Thank sound you like you're having a great time. So we can make up chocolate and stay on hold. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys for uh, having me on and playing some of my music. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, you're more than welcome. Before we get started, I'm just going to tell our listening audience a little bit about Josh. He is, uh, well, there's three points I want to make. He is a solo artist. He is also one of the lead guitarists, along with Larry Gromer and the Rupert Duncan Band, who we had on about a month ago. And him and Larry also are responsible for writing and producing our Not Late Night intro and outro. So thank you very much. Were you the guitarist on that, Josh? Yes, yes, I was. Wow. So how long have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing for probably around seven to eight years now, right in there. So you must practice an awful lot, huh? <laughs> yeah, I well, I'm uh, I'm I'm self-taught. I uh, I I I did go to to music school, uh, to uh, okay. M- M- to to college basically, but uh, up until then I was all self-taught. Um, I, I basically just locked myself in my room for about a year and just didn't didn't see anybody, didn't talk to anybody. I just played sports and played guitar for hours and hours and hours. It is you amazing know, my, that he's as young as he is, and when you watch this guy play, it's like he's an old soul in more than one way. He's just amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm. How young are you, Josh? What's up? How young are you? Uh, I'm 21. I turned 22 in January. Wow. Oh, my God. Did I know you were a fellow Capricorn? Uh, I, I'm uh, probably not. <laughs> but, what day but, yeah. is January? January 18th. Oh, no, no. I'm right on the board. You're going to start getting psychic readings. Hey, Michael. Which day in January? January 18th. I'm right on the border. Oh, we're like three days apart. Mine's the 15th. Oh, we're going to oh, have nice. such a party this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're exactly one month after my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a December baby, aren't you? December 18th. Yeah. Nice. Now, since we know your age now, and so does our listening audience and our female listening audience, <laughs> sorry, gals, but Josh is off the market. He's engaged to the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The love of my life. The love Ariel. of my life, Ariel. Ariel Lawson. Yep. Amazing girl, beautiful, supportive of everything he does. So, yeah, I just thought I'd put that to rest. Now watch half of our chat room clear out. <laughs> I'm not available. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she's an old fucker like me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she, she, she's very, very perfect. Perfect for me, so. I'm very lucky to have her. People say they're looking for the perfect person. Yeah, you got to reevaluate that a little bit. You need somebody who's perfect for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next month's phone sex operator show. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of guys calling in on that one and maybe even some girls. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you've been writing for about seven years and recording for about three. Is that what – did I get yeah. that right? Yes. Uh, I I just pretty recently got into recording thanks to one of my best friends, Tyler Tamani. Uh, he's he's from New York. I think he's in New York right now. But uh, 
Yeah, no, he he showed me around some some recording programs, and I was just over his shoulder for like a, a year and a half, two years, and just just he was just teaching me everything that that he knew, and he he taught me so so much, and I I, I still have a long way to go, but I he saved me years of now who know, was the band out. who was the band that influenced you most initially. Well, the reason I picked up guitar in the first place was Angus Young of ACDC. That, I mean, I I heard an ACDC album, and it just blew my mind. And I, I had to, to play guitar after that. And what was your first guitar? Oh, yeah, I uh, I had to save up a whole year of lunch money <laughs> to, to buy my, <laughs> my first Walmart guitar. It was like a hundred and something dollars. Yeah, Are you it was, kidding? Walmart charged a whole hundred and some dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous, but I mean, it 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 got me, you know, because on on that kind of a guitar, you you have to play everything perfectly to make it sound good. So, <laughs> yeah, it 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 really made me work. That was probably actually, in retrospect, a good thing. Oh, absolutely. Because you became more of a perfectionist. Um, but my question with using your lunch money, did you lose a lot of weight that year? <laughs> or did you steal yeah. other people's lunches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I I just pretty much, you what know, is, I, I was like in... Guitar? What is my, my favorite guitar? Yeah, what what is your favorite favorite brand of guitar and why? I, I definitely have to say Gibson Les Paul. Um, it's It's my my dad and my mom they spoiled me when I started getting good and they got me a Les Paul and I just I fell in love with it as soon as I picked it up at a uh, guitar center I just I, I just fell in love with the 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 weight how it felt under my fingers everything everything about the, the, the is it the butter oh it's definite butter it's it's very saucy <laughs> butter. <laughs> my kids say we're gonna. Every time I speak now, they're like, "We're killing Josh." I'm like, "Why?" Because you say, "Cause you say sauce and butter, and you talk just like." Him. <laughs> it's, it's very saucy. Hey, it's very saucy. I got one more question before she plays another one of your songs. Were you, were you involved in like band or choir in school growing up, or is or? Did you, you know, or, or did your love for, for music just happen one day out of the blue? Honestly, it it kind of just happened one day out of the blue. Like like I said, you know, I because cause, cause I was never in choir. I never took a music class until uh, I took guitar studies my senior year in high school, and that was, you know, no offense to my to my high school, but that was a joke of a class. <laughs> in, in every sense of the word, so yeah, I just kind of just yeah, just you didn't belong to Glee. What? You didn't belong to Glee. You were like the talking <laughs> Glee club. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, I was a little on the uh, the, the harder side. You, you you could say he was a bad boy. <laughs> no show tunes for Josh, that's for sure. <laughs> His polite way of saying I wasn't metrosexual enough to be in Glee. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But don't okay, get me wrong, go I'm very cuddly. <laughs> he is a big cuddly bear, but a bad boy. <laughs> we're gonna go we're gonna go ahead right now and play Burn This Town. You wanna tell us a little bit about it before I play it, Josh? Uh yeah, it it was I, I basically came came up with it thinking about, you know, Sacramento not in in the sense of of disliking this town, but more in the sense of wanting to be able to get out and explore and see things and tear it all, up. All of that. Tear it up exactly. Okay, here we go. Josh Guild and burn this town.
things happen for a reason, and at the time they're happening, you're thinking, this sucks ass. Weren't you driving back and you blew a rod outside of Lodi on on the I-5? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I was driving up for Christmas uh, to to see my, my family here in Sacramento, and I was, I just made it outside of Lodi, I was, but, uh, it was, it was like midnight, and it was extremely cold, oh my god, being stuck outside, and my engine blew, and then my, the inside of my car filled up with smoke, and I had to pull over on I-5, wait for my parents in the tow truck, and it was Uh, all bad. I hate being in the middle of nowhere when I have car trouble, I remembered when I lived in Pear Blossom, if anybody knows where Palmdale or Lancaster is, it snows there in the winter. <laughs> I remember oh. going through so many tires one season because I couldn't afford to get good brand new ones, so I kept buying used ones, and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and something was off, so I just kept blowing tire after tire after oh tire. Oh, my gosh. In the middle of nowhere, so that was no fun. But when I talk about how things happen for a reason, I mean that sucked. But you ended up hooking up with the Rupert Duncan band. You met the love of your life. Yeah, you know, I mean that that's and that's that's exactly right. It's I I'm a very firm believer in that, you know, and I, I'm I'm I wouldn't have it any other way. So I'm just taking it one day at a time from from here on out, and whatever happens, happens. Okay, now my reflection. Tell us a little bit about that song. Let's see. I wrote my reflection, oh, probably about almost a year ago, maybe a little bit less. But uh, I was kind of just in kind of a, a uh, depressed mood, and and I just kind of wanted to get some 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 music out, and uh, I ended up writing all of the music first. And it 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 really created an, an atmosphere to go back and and tell a story, you know. So now I find that, and this is not always the case, but a lot of the times, women who are writing cathartic songs, um, especially when they're depressed, those songs are more ballads, slower. I think. Yeah. Guys, for the most part, when they're uh, writing a catharsis and they're upset or depressed, it's more rage and anger filled. So, which is this? Yeah, I would say this is more of a a a cold, calculated look at myself and my life, and and it's you know they're not not rage, but more of just a very. Honest. You know, hard, hard look, honest, very extremely honest look. So. Okay, I want to go ahead and play this because um, I, I'm, you know, we've still got 20 minutes left, but I want to make sure that we get both these last songs played before we let you go. So we're going to go ahead and play "My Reflection" by Josh Guild, and we will be back in four minutes.
And that was Josh Guild with my reflection. You know, I have to say, Josh, that is one of my favorites so far. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I I have to give a huge shout out to to my 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 really good friend, uh, phenomenal drummer Peter Torreira. He I, I sent him that track and then he sent it back with drums that sounded like that and it blew my mind. So thank you so much, Pete. Yeah, shout out to Pete. No, that was <laughs> you know I think maybe some of the other ones showcase your guitar abilities better, but that. I could feel the pain and the, I don't know, just the soul of the song. I mean, it was viable. It wasn't just a musician singing words on a page. I mean, I just, I really felt that one, and I really liked it a lot. Now, yeah, I must add, uh, go ahead. Oh, uh, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I, I, I was just going to say, um, with with that song, you know, it, it, it started off, uh with with me re- relaying my own emotions musically, and then I I kind of went back and told the story, and I I I kind of thought that 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 you would definitely take a liking to it because I did kind of write about a, a addiction. Yep. And and I I felt like like you'd probably have a pretty strong connection with that. Um, you know, being yep. You're you're an addictions counselor and. And a recovered addict, and yeah, no, I, addict, I yeah. could appreciate that completely. I loved that. I loved the words. I loved uh, what you put into it and how you came across. And just to let all our listeners know, unless I've lost him again, Michael was very quiet on the last segment because I actually lost him. Before you leave, I do want to take us out with Life Goes On, if you want to tell us a little bit about that one. And then I, um, when I start that song, I'm going to put you on hold so you can listen to the rest of the show if you like as Michael takes us out with information on upcoming shows and his life on the road. So Life Goes On, what what was that about? Uh, life Goes On was it, – it's it's kind of a song that I, I, I wish I never had to write, but uh, – it's 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 about a a, a a family member whose life was tragically cut short. Um, he you know he was a great kid, and uh, this song I would like to to dedicate it to uh, his his family, um, my my aunts and my cousins up there in in Washington, and uh, you know, I uh, it's 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 something that I had to get out 
just for the fact of, you know, it, it it's a lot of motivation and, and de- dealing with loss and, and grieving is is something that music is, is great with, with helping. So if and you want to mention names, the feel feel free. If you would rather keep it anonymous, they know who they are. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd probably rather keep it anonymous, but uh, but but they 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 know who they are. And if if you guys are listening, I love you and I miss you. So um, and but, re- rest in peace to your friend. And absolutely. let's uh, give you a, a great thank you again for coming on the show. You've been a great guest, and we'll have you thank on in the you future, guys. of course. Absolutely. Thank and, you guys so uh, much for, for, for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. And here we go with Life Goes On.
that was our today's guest, Josh Guild, with Life Goes On. Michael, do you have any you know, updates I, as far as the road goes? Oh, before that, I want to say, I really like that song. Kind of, kind of reminds me of, of a song back in, gosh, I'm thinking back in the 60s, there was like a song by a Native, uh, Native uh, American Indian group, and they had a lot of like a drum type thing going on and, and, and stuff like that, and it became a really big hit. And that right. song reminded me of that song a lot. You know, that was a really good song. Yeah, it's a very, uh, I don't mean spiritual as in religious or hymn, I just mean it, yeah, it comes across as a very soulful, very, very spiritual type of a song, yes. Yeah, it was really good. Well, on the road, well, I, I'm almost from Springfield, Missouri, since, since we started talking, uh, and uh, going to be in Ohio early tomorrow morning. I've been seeing some really neat things out there on the road, and, and uh, I've taken a few photos. Uh, it's kind of hard sometimes to get some real clear ones, you know, as you're, as you're driving, but, but when I do get some clear ones, I do try to get them posted up on Facebook. I saw it today. Today I, I drove underneath a McDonald's. That was that was kind of neat. Wow. The McDonald's, <laughs> the McDonald's actually was over the top of the freeway. And uh, and then I saw a restaurant down in Oklahoma. I think it was Highway 69. That it was uh, it was shaped like one of the Star Trek spaceships. Uh, and it was uh, they named it the USS Pegasus. And and, and the restaurant was named. USS Pegasus Restaurant. Cute. Did you stop and, and eat? I sure wish I would have time to do so. But, you know, <laughs> I, I travel up and down 69 there in Oklahoma quite a bit. The 69? Yeah, one, because it's my favorite number, and <laughs> two, because it makes me. <laughs> Did you say because it eludes you? having a show dedicated to sex, but then we realized we talk about it every show anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got, we got two minutes left, Michael, so we just want to remind people real quickly, and then I'll let you finish off, that next week we have on author C.J. Cassidy, who's an erotic author, also a survivor of um, abuse and domestic violence. Then we have on Halloween actor Warren Bubb, and if you'll Google him or look on IMDb, uh, I'm sure you'll all recognize him. He, he's played in a lot of different police roles and stuff like that. Then on November, is it the 7th or is it the 4th? The first week uh, that we have in November anyways, we are going to have on our sex talk person and that should be a real interesting show because, um, as always, we're going to allow guests to call in, and maybe she'll give us a presentation of what she actually does to earn a living. Yeah, I'm kind of curious whether or not she can actually make a living, you know, with all this Internet stuff now, so it's going to be a really interesting show. Also, Absolutely. I, I, you know, I, did, I did make some contact here a while back with Frank Nicotero, who's a good friend of ours also, uh, a lot of people know him from Street Smarts, the TV show, and also the Yahoo Prime Time and No Time. He was on that for several years. Uh, and we're hoping that he's going to be able to drop by sometime in the month of November, too. So, uh, yeah, we're running out of time. So I guess all I can say is we'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we will see you here next Wednesday. Same bat channel, same bat time. Bye-bye. Tune in next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Not Late Night with your hosts, Michael Knight and Carrie Francis. This has been a Michael Knight Entertainment Media Production.